Hello and welcome to episode 136 of Reviews from the Crawl Space. Over there looking for glasses is Vicky. <laughs> yeah. And over here talking right now is me, Douglas. Douglas. Um, welcome to, to Reviews from the Crawl Space. On this show and all the shows that we've done, we review three vinyl from an inherited collection. Uh, at random, we don't we don't curate it. We just just the next whatever the next three whatever are, the next three. however they've been impacted yeah. and shuffled through the years. We just grab it and bam, and we do it up here for better or worse, mostly better, and sometimes not. And we have to apologize. We missed a week of posting an episode. Yeah, it's been just slightly over a week. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. um we're out doing um life things. Life things, yeah, <laughs> and watching the sweetest little dog in the world. Well. Her parents went on vacation. At, at sitting, so yeah. yeah, we use the opportunity to go out and explore the wilderness a little bit. So uh, yeah, a bit of a break in the action, but we're back. Yep. And you can find out what I mean. You found us here, but you can find our past episodes and what we're currently working on. Um, if we'll go with first, we'll go with Instagram. Just reviews from the crawl space as, as one block, as one word. And same as on Twitter, where we post what we're currently working on this week's episode, plus all the past ones and um, all the covers for all the all the vinyl that we've covered. All the covers are there. You can go check it out. And we go back four or five years. Yeah. We've been quite, doing this that long. Quite a back catalog. Yeah. And uh, Twitter, at RFTCS1. Same thing there. Plus, I would say we throw in a bit more, more recent, modern, just music stuff. Yeah. Articles, whatever. Especially if we see something from the genre of music that we re, we review on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. And last, but definitely not least, you can also find our curated radio station on Spotify, which is just RFTCS Radio. If you do a search for RFTCS Radio, we will pop up under the play, playlist sections because of really what it is is a playlist, mm -hmm. not a radio There's station. A playlist. But playlist and there we it's have a mighty fine one too we have gone from through everything that we've reviewed so far and we've handpicked songs off of the albums that we liked and ignored the ones that we didn't so we have quite the list there i think we're, we're creeping up on 700 songs and i agree it's uh it's quite the spectacular list i think it's quite the the 19 so if we had a 1970 radio station boom we'd be ruling everything yeah because we've done over 400 albums yeah, so out of those four hundred albums, we've curated at least, at least two songs. I would think from every, oh, I guess almost that. You know, that's where we're at. We're almost a hundred short of that two per album yeah. thing. So, because like I said, there's there's stuff in there we were never going to add to the list because it just either didn't fit or we hated it. So, and there are, you know, some of the bigger albums like from. Pink Floyd or, or Zeppelin, Who, or, yeah, Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, where it's like half the albums on or there. Or the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to decide. So there's a bunch. There's a bunch of songs. So we two songs is our general rule. We try and get everybody some representation. But like you said, there's some albums or even double albums where I mean, how can you not have four songs at least? Like you said. exactly. Yeah. So, what, are you, what are you gonna do? So what do we have this week? Okay, this week we have two self-titled albums. The first one is by a band called Natural Gas. Um, two, uh, um, there's three self-titled albums here. Nope, Sean's nope. is called Bright White. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, 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 shit, okay. The next album is Sean, uh, Sean Phillips, and his name, <laughs> <laughs> his album is Bright White. 
And the third was called Visitors. And it is also called Visitors, okay. the album. Weird. It doesn't say bright white anywhere on there at all. It does in Discogs. Oh, no, I totally agree with you. Yes, yeah, when you and put that's because it it's a title track. It's, yeah. And like I can't read the spine, so I can't tell you there. Well, and I did. I must have found it somewhere because I had bright white written here last week when you pulled them. Yeah. Or two weeks ago when you pulled them. Yeah, it's crazy. I just so. put it as a self, because I thought all three were self-titled. So, okay, there you go. And a little bit difficult finding some information for a couple of these albums, too, so... Yeah, I would it, say, it might be a shorter episode. Yeah, I would say for all three of these actually kind of lacked any information, which is odd. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is an obscure episode of... It, it is, yes. Some of them are. That's the way it goes in the show. Exactly. Okay. So, natural Boom. gas. Natural gas. Just natural gas is... What comes out of my butt. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Everybody start, has natural gas. Gotta start the show off with a fart joke. Natural gas is the sole album from this supergroup. Featuring members of Badfinger, a fellow named Jolie. Wow, my mouth is not working today. Joey Milland, uh, someone from Humble Pie, yeah. Jerry Shirley, a group called Coliseum, Mark Clark, and a band called Quiver. His name is Peter Wood. Hmm. The band was formed in, in London, UK in the 1975, and the band split up in 1977. <laughs> So this self-titled album was released in 1976 and was released to critical praise. Eventually, Jolie Molin just went back to Badfinger. Yeah. Jerry Shirley would eventually return to Humble Pie. Mark Clark found work with a band called Rainbow. He also worked with Billy Squire. And Peter, Wolf, or Peter Wood would go on to work with Roger Waters and Bob Dylan. Yeah, we've also covered Rainbow on the show twice. Oh, good to know. The Natural Gas album sadly drifted into obscurity and would eventually become a much sought after collector's item. Which is weird because it doesn't really, or some of the stuff doesn't really back up that claim. It seems to be a, a fine amount of copies out there for a reasonable price. So. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Producer on this album, Felix yeah. Papillardi, <laughs> an American music producer, songwriter, vocalist, and bass guitarist. He has 203 producing credits to his name. Cream. A lot, a lot, a lot of cream. Cream, yeah. Well, it makes sense. They're British, um, right? Mountain. He was in the band Mountain, okay. so a lot of their stuff. And a band called The Young Bloods, amongst another a bunch of other stuff as well. Okay. Track listing on this album is Little Darlin, Once Again Alone Song, You Can Do It, I've Been Waiting, I Believe It's Love. Side B. Flip the page. The Right Time, Christmas Song, Miracle Mike, Dark Cloud. It's, it's Miracle Mile. Oh, Miracle Mile. What? Dark Cloud and St. Louis Blues. The run time on this album, 33 minutes and 13 seconds. And funny, the one I was questioning in my head is Christmas Song, really? No, it really says Christmas Song. So it yeah. is, so, okay. Uh, 33 minutes and 13 seconds. Yeah, which is really weird because one of my gripes was I thought this album was too long. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then, and then not. I actually written it down and then I looked and it's like 33 minutes I'm like oh wow that's really not long at all and then you put on Sean Phillips yeah <laughs> <clears throat> pardon me everybody out there listening um, it's like hardcore pollen season out here and everything is just it's just that my eyes are leaking and yeah everything's just so bear with me here and my uh, my, my coughings and sneezings which I'm sure will occur uh, you know, so one of the things besides I thought it was too long and then only to find it was a half an hour, for me, uh, okay, the, the good songs 
Office album where I thought were decent. A Little Darlin', which I'm pretty sure is probably their single. It's the very first song. Uh, once again, a love song, second song, and also on the first side, I believe it's love. I think those are the best ones. Everything else is kind of, it's it's all very the samey. Uh, you kind of have, um, actually, it's funny because I actually give these guys a lower rating because of who they are. Knowing knowing that it's supposed to be a super group and this is what they could this is all they could turn out was like radio safe seventies bullshit. It kind of fucking pissed me off a little bit when I found it's, out. It's funny because I read a review, I read a review and said that this album was better than any Badfinger album that was put out. It's it's got like one tempo and one tone and and one kind of style to it. I I haven't listened. The problem with that is that I haven't listened to enough Badfinger, Badfinger? albums. Yeah. So to be I, able to I, I don't critique know. it that way. And it could be true. It could be true from the sense that this, I mean, this is a super steady album. Like, there's no bad songs on it. It's not, doesn't sound bad. They're all fucking coarse. They're excellent musicians. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's kind of what pisses me off. It's just a, such a mediocre, like I said, they're just like, let's just make sure we get radio hits. If you're running a, like I said, once again, if you're doing the whole movie thing, and you want a, you want seventy soundtrack, but you don't want to pay a lot of money, but you want to sound kind of familiar. This is a fucking great album. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like uh, Elton John, Zep, The Who. They have all the the like notes. It sounds like in there, but it's not them. But like I said, it doesn't it doesn't veer off enough into it. Doesn't have like a distinct ballad. It doesn't have a super hard rocker. I guess that's probably Little Darling, but. Yeah, it's it's weird. A couple a couple of good songs. But, See, yeah. for me, I liked this album. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I liked it, oh. and uh... it's not like when I say it, it's not. I'm not saying it's bad. It's because it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. It's just it's just meh. Yeah, I liked it yeah. even before I knew that it was a super group. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't had no idea till yeah, really, we till opened we, up the computer yeah, today. Till we sat down and... to do this. Yeah. I typed it in and found out it was a super group. So mm -hmm. um, it was, yeah. Which would you, uh, what songs? Um, if you like, what stuck out to you? What, what did you like about him? I just like that it was consistent. The musicianship it, 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 was good. Yes, the yeah. vocals were good. Those things are all true, yeah. Um, as for songs, I can't tell you any specific Okay. Um, that I like that stood then like that stood out or anything to me, but yeah, it was I liked it. Okay, I thought this was a good album. Well, yeah, fair enough. And like the things that you're saying are like I said, they're not incorrect. It is a very consistent, you know, constructed, well constructed album. Like it's just to me, it's just man. I, well, I guess knowing that, like I said, knowing knowing what we knew, and you told me, oh, it's a super group, and this is the guys are in it. And I was like, oh, what the f this is what they fucking turn out. God. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, anyways, it's like I said, though. At the same time, I'm not saying it's a bad album because it's not. Well, and there's a lot of supergroups out there who put out albums that yeah, aren't anywhere near the caliber. I'm of, sure we've reviewed a few couple of them, of or it's just like that, that they were in before the super. Who's group. in this, and why does this suck so bad? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just go, going through my list here, real quick. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say there. So, natural gas, natural gas. Private Stock Records Catalog, PS2011, Canada 1976, original, gatefold, and it has a hole punch. Which I also, why I don't believe that it was a rare, it's a rare collector's thing, because it, eh, whatever. It's just got a hole punch. Well, and when I tell you what the resale value is, you're not going to think it's 
that much in demand Oops, either. Sorry, kind of getting tangled up in cords over here for a second. Um, <clears throat> where am I? Condition. The cover is good. Uh, in the sense that I can read the spine, it's not ripped. Other than the hole punch, there's, there's no rips or anything like that. It's the gatefold's great. It's all, all smiles and giggles for sure. Uh, the, the fade and wear is in its usual places. Like all these albums have kind of worn and faded in, in the exact same way. What are you going to do? They've been in the same collection moving around. Yeah. Uh, the sleeve is good. It's original. I think good ish because I just I noticed the last time that I, some of the edges are starting to, the album edges are starting to poke out occasionally on the sleeve. But it is an original with printed lyrics, which is great. It's actually fairly rare in this collection. The vinyl's very good. There's no scratches. And no, and I say no noticeable scuffs. I looked, but I didn't see anything that stood out. Doesn't mean a scuff's not lurking somewhere. Uh, audio, uh, 70s rock mix. As always, I think it could always use a little more bass. But I, once again, it was well recorded and well mixed. Yeah, like all that, yeah. all that shit for sure. Yeah. It just didn't go, it uh, wasn't enough. Uh, design and art direction by Kosh. And port band portraits in the inside fold by Kosh, and photography by David Alexander. Oh, that's a cool photo. On the back there, where they're yeah. all like, "Hey, look at that! We're a super group. <laughs> We're a super super." Um, yeah. Kosh, British art director, album cover designer, graphic artist, and occasionally part of AGI. <laughs> Four hundred and five credits. He's been on the show. I'm gonna list this now because it's like, yeah, he's getting up there. So he's been on a show with uh, the Beatles, Let It Be, The Who, Who's Next, The Marshall Tucker Band, Long Hard Ride, ELO's A New World Record, ZZ Tops, Best Of, ELO, Out of the Blue, FM, Soundtrack, which we just covered recently, Bonnie exactly, Raitt's yeah, The Glow, yeah. Aerosmith, Night, Night in the Ruts, Eagles, The Long Run. And that's just like going through real quick and doing a quick scan. So he's like easily becoming one of the top three artists for covers. Well, he's starting to uh, compete with He's like I said that he's getting up there because I think you're talking to thinking about hypnosis. Hypnosis is probably like <laughs> twelve, thirteen now. So it's like it's not far. Like where he's no. he's closing the gap. It's yeah. quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to go through it. He can't just go through and look at numbers, but I'm trying to pay more attention to who the top artists are now as we go along and see who's really. And Kosh is definitely up there. He's yeah. definitely one of them. Uh, yeah, Dave, judging by those album, just covers. those album covers, and like I said. Discogs doesn't always let you know, so I actually have to like physically go through and look at the match. <laughs> in my brain, I'm really just matching album covers is what I'm doing. Well, and, and that's one thing, like, you have a photographic memory, yeah. so, <laughs> you like, know, looking lucky, through, it's lucky like, yep, for oh, there you, it is. it's easier for you to do. Yes. Me, not so much. Uh, and David, David Alexander, a photog, most known for his work on the Eagles Hotel Cali cover, as oh, well nice. as the Terminator poster and ads. <clears throat> 209 credits. He's been on the show at least four times. Um, some of his other credits include Bruce Willis, Kim Carnes, and T-Rex. Trex. Yeah, Trex, yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis put out an album in 87. Yeah, so. I owned it, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's disappointing. I wish I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you paid money to hear Bruce Willis sing the blues? Maybe. I can't remember. That would have been right at the end of his moonlighting stuff, just as he's shifting into action hero stuff. So Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's it for me. All righty. Yeah. 
So Discogs, the album gets rated 3.6 out of 5 with five people rating. Mm-hmm. Resale value, seven sixty two across the board. And that's $7.62. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like across the board. people so, got it. So it's not like it's Collector's super... item, collect. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you give it? Three out of five. 2.5 for me. Seems about right. Both those things. Natural gas, down. Okay, next. Bye-bye. Sean Phillips, Bright White. Favorite album of the day. Yeah. Sean Phillips is an American singer, songwriter, and musician, primarily influential in the 60s and the 70s. Um, He played the folk clubs in the early 60s alongside comedian Lenny Bruce, and he taught Joni Mitchell guitar techniques during a visit to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Mm Mm-hmm. His bio reads like a, it's a, like a name-dropping extravaganza. <laughs> no doubt. He worked with Donovan. Uh, he helped him write Seasons of the Witch, Sunshine Superman, and Mellow Yellow. Uh, he did back, background vocals on The Beatles' Lovely Rita. He has a 40-octave a four oct- a a oh, wow. <laughs> voice. He's like that alien from, speaking of Bruce Willis, from, the Bruce Will- from that Bruce Willis movie where the opera, the alien... Uh, Fifth Element. Yeah. <laughs> From the Fifth Element. That's what, so I just picture Sean Phillips up there now doing his, like, 10,000. Oh! Well, it's funny because my four and then my zero from octave kind of run in together. Mm-hmm. So he has a four octave voice range, and he sure shows it off during this album. There is the, a song or two where he steps out for a stroll, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. More like a, a run. <laughs> a run. Uh, Bright White was his seventh studio album, released in 1973. It went to number 72 in the U.S. and number 50 in Canada. The producer on this album was Jonathan Weston. 27 producing credits, mostly with Sean. Well, yeah, with him. And he's put out a few albums. Track listing, Bright Light. I'm pretty sure it's Bright White. I'm pretty sure it's Bright White, too. (laughs) Safe, Salty Tears, All the Kings and Castles, Victoria, Emmanuel, Planned O. Planned O, I think, is the first one where he does the voice range thing. No. No, it's not? No. Okay. Uh, lasting peace of mind. This is side B now. Technotronic Lad, Dream Queen, It's a Beautiful Morning, and Lady of the Blue Rose. Runtime on this album is 43 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, I know. Now, this one was a fucking long album, for real. <laughs> Not the other one was a fake long one. This was a real long one. 43 minutes. Uh, for context, for those of you who are big Sean Phillips fans, the context before album was Faces in 1972, and the after album was Furthermore in 1973. The dudes put out like 29 albums. Yeah, huge amount of albums. Yeah, it's crazy. Overall. Yeah. And he was, you know, lots of people, because of his voice, um, said he was like one of the rarest of the rare back then, back in the day. Listen, yeah, well... There's no question he's got a, a great voice. Like yes. He, he's definitely got the range of the control, and like you said, he's been in a bunch of other people's bands. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's not the issue. He does have an amazing, amazing voice. Yeah, yeah. And it was um, All the Kings and Castles. That is such a beautiful song. It's got strings. Mm-hmm. It really shows off his voice. Um, Victoria Emmanuel. Uh, reminds me of Tenacious D a little bit. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely some of that kind of stuff in here. Uh, Plando, quiet, soft, beautiful, shows off his voice again. So, yes, you yep. were right. Yep. Um, I just heard, heard it heard it first on All the Kings and Castles. Yeah, he does a, he does a little bit of a, on that one as well. Yeah, I actually added uh, Salty Tears to our, our playlist because it's, 
it's not a bad song. There's, that's what's fucking weird about this album. is like Besides the fact that I'm pretty sure you would use an album like this to recruit people into a cult. Because <laughs> it's the kind of thing where you're like, hey, it's got some kind of good rock songs. And, and then it kind of slips into like, hey, Jesus. Yeah, there is some Jesus in it. And there's a lot of really soft, melodic, yeah, like, orchestrated. Not how many harmonizing kind of like himself. And like that kind of. Yeah, it's just, it's. It's fucking so... Un- I, I Usually, I like albums that are different. They have different stuff on it. You kind of get whiplash listening to this album. Yeah. Because you go from like these kind of like... Kind of rock songs or like a country-ish rock song. And then it whiplash into new agey spa bullshit. Yeah. Like it's just like... Yeah. Psh, 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 all over the place. Yeah. He's trying to please everybody. Everybody, yeah. And it's just like, whoa. Ease up on the drugs, my dude. Like I love, I love a whole genre of music called stoner metal, but this dude needs to do less drugs. It's just like it's like somebody who's taking a lot of LSD and shit is just kind of scattered, and it's just like things are kind of firing off in different directions. That that's that's what this album is, and like I said, I hate to, I hate to disparage an album because that it has a lot of variety on it. But goddamn, I mean, that gets sore listening to this one. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Fast, slow, and sometimes so soft. Yeah, you're like you can barely hear yeah, it. It's so like the can you turn that up a little bit. The dynamics pretty wild, and yeah, and then all of a sudden it'll come in, and something we haven't even I actually have it written across here is, and then and then you have something comes in like there's a, <laughs> the horns in the one song. It's the like, very first song. Yeah, the very it? first song. It's one of the first. No, you know what? It might be salty tears. Anyways, one of the first two songs. It's like the horn section comes in like it's fucking Inception. It's just like, <laughs> so it's just yeah. like it does this during this like during this softest kind of song. You just have this. Bwah. I know every time we listen to that song, we both look at each other and we just break out laughing. It's so because it was place. just so, yeah, it was so invasive. Yeah, it's so weird. So yeah, it's kind of stuff like that. But <laughs> that's hilarious. But there isn't enough stuff on here to like. Yeah, it's just. I can't. I can't. I just can't. It's there isn't enough on here to <laughs> overcome its weirdness. And it's not like yeah, it is a little bit weird. It's not good weird. And that's like saying sparks. a lot considering the next album that we're gonna do. But yeah. there you go. <laughs> which I which I really liked. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go through my uh, notes here real quick. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, like he can. He besides singing, like the songs are constructed well. Like he definitely knows how to write. He yes. The right song. Yeah. It's just it's whether the song is any good. Well, obviously because he did help write Donovan write those. Yeah. Uh, I will say I'll say it again. I'll say it here if I haven't said it before. That, and the mix actually isn't too bad sometimes. I think you said it can be so quiet. Like the d- dynamics are high. It can be so quiet and you kind of lose stuff. But other times it gets very big and Wah. yeah, blah. <laughs> it can it really stands out. <laughs> But like I said, it's it's odd, but not in like a good Sparks way. It's just odd, odd. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so. definitely an odd album. Okay. But a beautiful voice. I can't. Yeah. I cannot emphasize that a much. Mm-hmm. Too I, much. I know. I that's definitely something you can't take away from me because no. like, it definitely stands out as a, as a strong point. I, I mean, hopefully there's no other albums of his in here. But and he takes those four octaves for a walk. Yeah, he does every yeah, chance he can. Mm-hmm. So Sean Phillips, Sean Phillips, but you say it's bright, bright white. Yeah. So Sean Phillips, bright white, A and M Records catalog SP four four zero two, Canada nineteen seventy three, and it's an original original pressing. There's no hole punches in this one, which is kind of you think that one would be hole punched. 
The condition, the cover is medium poor. It, it's heavy wear, including the spine. Can't read the spine anymore. But it's heavy, heavy wear and the glue is breaking. Now, that could be fixed, but it's... Raw dog in it. Yeah, it's raw dog, it's raw dog in it, too. But, yeah, it's just wearing on the top and the bottom. Like, it's it's on its, on its way out. It's just fine. It's not going to be missed. Um, <laughs> R.A.P. Sean Phillips. Yeah, you, like I said, raw dog in it. There's no sleeve. The vinyl, surprisingly, it was actually good like it, it played skip free it sounded it sounded good it sounded fine it has a couple of fairly large like scratches and scuffs on it so and it, but it didn't it didn't skip for us or anything didn't notice it didn't no. hear any popping or hissing so whatever it's fine <laughs> like i said no one's gonna miss it when it's gone and the, the the audio like i said it has its moments but i would generally say it's like a this is general solid 70s rock mix like it just it Sounds kind of like the other guys and everything. Um, where are we at? Okay, a design by John Millerberg. Millerberg? Mm, I don't know if that's a... No, I think it's one one word and not two names. Millerberg. Like hyphenated? It's not, it's not hyphenated. It's smashed together. Uh, photography by Susan Ayers. An artwork, which just the lettering, is by John Cabalca. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, John Smith. John, yeah, I'm just going to go with a bunch of John Smiths here. <laughs> so John Millerberg, uh, American singer, songwriter, and graphic artist. Eight visual credits uh, for a band called Bang, a band called Heart, and it's not the heart that you think it is, and a band called Candle. Yeah, I know. I've never heard of them either. And apparently the heart is like a, some sort of blues band from Oklahoma or something. Uh, Susan, photographer, uh, was she only has twenty five credits, but I'm sure that there's more. This is just by discogs. I just want to specify when we do a lot of these numbers, they're discogs, so they not, might not be represent, uh, representing the whole catalog this, this artist has done. So uh, she was pretty prevalent in the seventies. Uh, like I said, twenty five uh, credits. Hoyt Axton, The Crusaders, and Joe Cocker. Cool. Yeah, for all the. For all the accident Hoyt accident fans out there, yeah, same with the producers too. Whenever we talk about producers, it's just however many producing credits they have on Discogs. Yeah, which yeah. I'm sure is probably a very good indication. I would say fairly fairly close, but I think sometimes when it comes to these certain artists, particularly like photographers and shit, they've probably done more work that's being yeah being shown there. But I, I agree with you; it's a good general. Mostly accurate guide. Because basically, I think all they can do on Discogs is take the information that's on the album. Yes, or for the album sure. well, cover. When they... people are inputting it, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, with, I agree with that. But sometimes we know that things don't get linked. Like, um, actually, this is a good example. This, this, the Susan. I don't think any of these guys were on the. Oh, they were. That's where I think I got them from. This one and the Visitors album, I end up getting this the, the artist information like for photography and shit off the actual albums because they weren't in Discogs. It, oh, ha it happens. Yeah, and sometimes I have to go to the album covers as well to yeah. find information yeah. for myself. So if that happens, then that person on Discogs won't get the credit for that thing. Yeah. So that's why it yeah it's kind of a I have to go and kind of kind of cross check it. So the other John. Art director, designer, with 166 credits. He's been on the show once with Frank, Frank Zappa's Studio... Studio stu Tan? Studio Tan, but I love the way I have it written. It looks like Studio Torn. <laughs> the fuck is Studio Torn? Uh, Did you take a 
page out of my writing book this week? <laughs> just like <laughs> trying to catch up because I started later than you did. So <laughs> scribbling. Yeah. Uh, so other credits of his: Van Morrison, Rick James, Stevie Wonder. And that's it for me. Um, Discogs. This album gets rated 3.77 out of 5, with 5 people rating. Resale value, $1.99, $3.94, and $6.82. What'd you give it? I was going to give it a 3, but I ended up giving it 2.5 out of 5. Okay, and that's funny because I had the same decision. I was going to give it a 3, but I'm like, no, it's too fucking weird. I'd never listen to it again. But, like, the same reasons we talked about. Very good singer, songwriter. So I give it 2. I'll give it a two. I gotta give him some some props for some of the things. Yeah. Even though the album is just like, ugh. yeah, What's yeah, that? great voice. I'd like maybe hear to some of his so, some, something else. Yeah, I'll, I might go on Discogs or not Discogs, but Spotify and, and see if I can find some more. Of yeah, stuff. that's what I was saying kind of before. Is like I don't really want necessarily a whole album in there, but it'd be kind of yeah. interesting to hear something else of his. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, so see. Listen something. just to his top five, the most listened to. Yeah. Songs on whatever is on, on the... whatever his twenty nine albums are. Okay. Sean Phillips, down. Down. All right. So the third and final album is called Visitors, and it's self-titled Visitors. Although it really does have a reason that it's called Visitors, and I'll tell you that in a second. Mm -hmm. It checks off some boxes that we like in our weird prog category. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So Visitors was formed in France in 1974 by a fellow named Jean-Pierre Messiera. Mm Mm-hmm. He was obscure but infamous producer and composer. He recruited a group of 19 musicians, most notably jazz violinist Didier Lockwood, to record an album of his unusual progressive compositions. The resulting LP, released in 1974, was a concept album on the theme of extraterrestrial contact, hence the title Visitors. Mm-hmm. And it was a truly Electric, eclectic mix yeah. of prog, psych, fusion, and Zool elements with a complex arrangement of often grandiose vocals. That's just, it's so, it's so uh, painfully French sometimes. And the Zool elements, all I can think of is Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's just Zool up there at the turntable. He's doing his yeah. <laughs> The album was never more than a studio project, and nothing more was heard from Visitors until 1981 when he recruited a new group of musicians to record a second album and, again, called it Visitors. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's not anything but original. Producers, a fellow by the name of Claude Lemon, 77 producing credits, a lot of French bands that I've never heard of. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. And he co-produced this Jean-Pierre Messiera, 107 producing credits to his name. Okay, track listing. Yeah, sorry, I was just looking at the back again. Yeah, the, pronouncing some of the, the names. It's like, yeah, exactly. oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I know, I'm going through here. Visitors, uh, 1981 or 81. Yeah, 81. Everybody now with an exclamation mark at the end. A E I E O. Uh, the next song is Reveal Toys. Svagliati, mm-hmm. get up, exclamation point again. And Mental Slavery. Side two is Joyo, Can You Hear? Part one. And Joyo, Can You Hear? Part two. 
Don't Squeeze, another exclamation mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of... And the last song on the album is called Try. 32 minutes and 7 seconds is the uh, runtime on this album. Yeah, like I was saying, it's it's so painfully French sometimes. It's just like you just can't help but not laugh. And like, there, there's this weird amount of... He's singing, but he's doing this like imitation where he's doing a deep voice. Like I say, it's almost like a Cartman thing where... It's almost, a, like I said, it's like a joke how I would try and sing. And then there's like this thick French accent over top of everything else. And it's just, it's so, it, it's so fucking... Grandiose vocals. Yeah, grandiose vocals. It's so fucking weird and like, awesome. It, that's the best way to describe <laughs> them for sure. Yeah, totally. And like you say, these all these electronic and like prog elements all, all clap, smash together. And in the end, it, it's a fucking concept. It's a concept album dealing with extraterrestrial visitors visitors that's what it's all about it's like aliens coming down and it checks all the marks too like we've talked about in the way the the songs are and the, and the prog and all that and even the cover this is a fucking perfect prog cover oh definitely we got the fucking space hawk up there and we got like jesus alien jesus coming down and he's like stepping out over a foreign planet like and the suns and the like this is a perfect fucking cover for this kind of thing yeah definitely in this genre if you yeah. do a concept album about aliens this is a good place to start yeah and actually it's very it's a very cool cover yeah and and the band it's called sort of devo-ish yes it well it's that it's that early 80s synth, synth pop yeah. stuff so it's a very very much like a couple times like what's so devo yeah There's definitely like, and it's a little bit weird and eccentric yeah it's very weird and eccentric some of it yeah, yeah for sure and to imagine that this guy had the money just to like, okay, I want him. I'm going to get 19 musicians album. together and just do this for fun. For one. Just a one-off. Yeah. Cause, uh, and it's funny because like I, I ragged on the other one, the, the Sean Phillips one, for, for being odd and, and not just, like, yeah. just being odd, odd. Well, this one's odd, but I, I enjoyed a few, quite a bit of it. Uh, like right away, I was just like, because it's just so cheesy 80s. Is that and... the one your parents warned you about? The Sean the one, yeah. I, I, oh, no, I don't think Sean. it was a visitor one. If they warned me about the visitors, well, I don't know why, because that shit is, like, right up our alley. Yeah. Because, like, 80, 80 synth pop is fantastic already. Or it can be, anyway. But, um, yeah, the songs. So, Joe, Yo, Can You Hear? Part 1, for sure, is on the list. I actually have Don't Squeeze on the, on the playlist. And I think I've added Visitors 81 to that as well. Which yeah. I'm, so, but anyways, there's a couple of good ones. But, yes, like, it's just... It's odd and French and eighties, so I actually you know, like I said, I actually kinda of really liked it. It was just enough of a An escape from a lot of the yeah, crap it, that it, we've it, had. Yeah. It broke yeah, that's exactly it. It's just like one of those ones which is this weird self contained self or self contained but just like one off album that's in there and it breaks up the mix real nice, cleans cleanses the palette. Yeah, and we've had a few of those over the years. Like Albums that yes. we just thought were going to be a disaster yeah. turned out to be some of our favorites. And and it's kind of stuff like this that makes the playlist, the, the radio station, good. Yes, yes. These weird, deep fucking tracks that no one's ever heard of. Exactly, and it exposes people to new music <coughs> for yes. sure. Like as including all, us, as yeah, this exactly. whole yeah, totally. This whole exercise in uh, podcast has been for us discovering new music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, going through, we've discovered a lot of, and that's what I mean with this, this collection. I mean, this is, this the collection has a lot of, of weakness, a lot of repetition, but.
but it does have, like you said, these has the nuggets buried in that shit. Yeah, bright shiny, <laughs> yeah. bright shiny spots. Yes. So visitors, visitors. <laughs> you're my, you're my bright and shiny, shiny lunch box. You're my shiny lunch box. <laughs> and if you know what movie that's from, you get bonus points. Montage records catalog, ST seven two zero zero zero, Canada nineteen eighty one. This is an original pressing. The condition, condition, the cover is. I have goodish. It's. So wear and fade is starting to take a toll. Like the, you can start to see it on the, the bottoms. You can still mostly read the spine, but yeah, it's it's starting to wear and fade and well, really wear there. Holy shit! I didn't that really cool, know. cool cover. Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking at. It. I never really noticed how deep some of that was. Um, <clears throat> so that's fine. Pa plain paper inside, so it's not raw. It's got something. It's not just sliding it out of there, grinding it. The vinyl's very good, scratch and scuff free, and the audio was pretty solid for, uh, generally the 80 synth pop mix can sound like shit, but uh, I thought this one was not too bad. It wasn't as strong as the other two, but uh, hey, I'll, I'll take it, it was, enjoyed it. The logo by Victor Togliani, cover artwork by uh, Wojtek uh, Sudmak, and graphics by <laughs> CGD Studios. So Victor, an Italian illustrator, set designer and sculptor, 39 visual credits, first on the show, probably the only on the show. Uh, others, uh, he's worked with Elton John and a band called The Rockets. Now, I didn't really write down a lot of artists they worked with because they're all like Italian, French, French yeah. or Italian artists yeah. that yeah. we've just like, uh, there's no point in me writing this name Yeah, down. yeah. You guys don't know it. Yeah, oh, we, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was the same with... <laughs> With the producers, it's just like no no point really. No, no. Voitech, uh, uh, French artist with 23 visual credits. Boston, uh, Rockets, and Evidence. Uh, the 70s, and there's just like one word band names. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and CGD Studios. Uh, they just an in-house graphic design studio. 79 visual credits. Just literally what we just said. Uh, just... French and Italian artists that we've never heard of from the 70s. So. Yeah. No point in writing it down. Okay, what'd you give it? You done? I'm done. Um, Discogs. 4.1 out of 5 with 10 people rating. Uh, resale value on this album, the, the highest of the episode, $10.79, $12.70, and $18.78. I bet you, unlike the other one, this one is probably actually rare. Or more rare. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's one a, of two. It's a weird one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Although the last so one was, was say, a one of one. Natural Gas was like, yeah, one, one of, of one. one, yeah. So um, I give it a three out of five. I'm with you, three out of five, yeah. Okay, I thought you'd rate it higher than that. No, and the only reason I don't is because I wouldn't necessarily listen to the whole album. Gotcha. I got picked songs, and that's the only reason. But it's definitely yeah, three to five. It's just it was just nice to have a, a break from the blues rock. <clears throat> I agree. Best <laughs> so, of three. Uh, visitors, man. Visitors is getting the best of three for me. I'm going with natural gas. You go with natural gas. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow! 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 That's some controversy we here. We can't agree some all the goddamn time. Goddamn controversy. <laughs> To wrap up this show. Good. I have a mind of my own. I make my own decisions. Good. You go like that natural gas. <laughs> I'm going to like the weird French shit. 
<laughs> okay, anything uh, you'd like to wrap up with? Not that I can think of. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we're back at it now. Back into regular scheduled programming. And who knows what we're pulling out for next week. So Yeah, it's always exciting times. So we'll find out right now. Anyways, later. Bye. Oh, thank you.